You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Vilwalk. During this podcast series, we will talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting and industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Cesar Ramirez. Cesar is the sales manager at Precision Power Solutions in Houston, Texas. He has been engaged in IEC for quite some time, including at his local chapter, IEC Texas Gulf Coast, and with IEC National as well. Caesar currently serves on the IEC National Apprenticeship and Training Committee and is committed to advancing our mission and pushing forward the education and training excellence of IEC from coast to coast. Without further ado, Caesar, I'd like to officially welcome you to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. Spencer, thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, are you, you're in Houston today, is that right? I am in Houston today, and it's a beautiful sunny day. Is it? Like, yeah. So well, yeah. Cool. You guys have been getting a lot of rain. We're talking now in, in we're in May of, of 2019. Um, yeah, you guys have had a significant amount of rain, which is somewhat usual uh, for this time of year, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, they say if you don't like the weather in Houston, just wait about five minutes. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's certain to change, huh? Uh, or or get a paddle Absolutely. and uh, and just row uh, someplace else, I suppose, as as it were. But well, well, good, 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 good. Well, I, I shared a little bit, uh, Caesar, about um, you know, kind of kind of where you're at and uh, currently. But but I wonder if we can rewind real quick and and if you could share with the IEC audience um, just a little bit about uh, you know where you grew up and and help to kind of lead us on the story of, of Cesar Ramirez as to uh, how, how you got to where you're at today. Well, Spencer, I consider myself a Houstonian. Uh-huh. I've been here since 1999. Okay. Uh, but I actually grew up in all border town. Oh, in really? South Texas uh-huh. by the name of Roma. Yes, sir. Okay. Roma, Texas has a population of about 10,000 people, mm-hmm. and there's actually a bridge in Roma to go to Mexico. Oh, really? So wow. how close we were. Wow. Yeah, we wanted to go eat some. Mexican tacos, we would get on our vehicles, go right across the border, go eat yeah. some tacos, and come back. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. So, yeah. So, yeah, my parents basically saw that there was no future there. Mm-hmm. said, you know what, let's go to Houston. Uh, we moved to Houston in 99. Um, I was just in middle school at the time. Okay. Uh, came up to middle school. Went to high school here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would always hear about uh, a school. There's a school somewhere on Shepherd for electricians. Yeah. Somewhere on Shepherd, there's a school, so that's kind of how we got to know about the IEC. Terrific. It was kind of a myth at the time Terrific. to us, and I got to work with a good contractor mm-hmm. that was actually a contractor member with the IEC, and that's how we ended up going into the program. Nice. That was uh, my father, mm-hmm. my brother, and myself, mm-hmm. uh, all electricians, all three of us, so I am second oh, nice. gen. Nice. That's terrific. That is terrific. Well, great. And, and so you yeah, moved to Houston in, in 99. Um, yeah, your second generation electrician. Um, found a, a great contractor. Found a, a wonderful school there on uh, North Shepherd. Um, and and um, you, so you went through the IEC apprenticeship program uh, as well. Yes, I did. It was IEC Texas Gulf Coast. Yeah. Uh, I had gone to community college and taken a couple of electrical classes there. Okay. Uh, but it really was. It really wasn't like the IEC when it comes to networking. Yes. Uh, you get to the IEC, you get to meet a lot of great guys working at different companies. So mm-hmm. you 
you get exposed to more. Right. Uh, right. When community college people can go take a class there and not necessarily have to be working as an electrician. Right. Right. Excellent. Excellent. Well, good. Good, good. Um, and, and tell me a little bit about, you know, what was that experience like uh, in, in the IEC apprenticeship program? Um, you know, what, especially as compared to, to your prior experience maybe in, in uh, the community college. Curious. Um, it was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first year there was a lot of a learning curve because I'm a commercial guy. I've always been commercial my whole life yeah. uh, with my dad and my brother. So our first year was residential. So it was kind of, it threw me in the loop a little bit, but it was something I hadn't seen yet. Um, I loved going there once a week, right? And we didn't have to go every day or every day. Uh, in community college, I was taking multiple classes, so I'd be tied up from Monday to Thursday. Uh, when over here, I actually had to go just one night a week, so I really liked that. Uh, then I went one night a week. Uh, my brother, of course, he's the brains. Uh, we went through the program together. Uh-huh. We in the same class for yeah. our first year and the same class for our fourth year. And uh, he actually ended up taking up Apprentice of the Year. Really? Uh, at our local chapter here. So, nice. Yeah, he went to nationals and competed in 2012. Oh, fantastic. Well, I I'm, I'm probably met him and didn't even know it. You probably met him <laughs> didn't even know it. And talk about one of the proudest moments in my life when he was up on stage during yeah. graduation. At the time, we yeah. were the largest class to ever graduate from any chapter. Nice. There was... I believe well over 250 graduates. Amazing. So yeah, he ended up taking apprentice of the year there. It made me very proud. Wow. A lot of our uh, classmates got up, shook my hand, you know, saying, "Hey, congratulations!" Yeah, yeah. Uh, just because of my brother. So Absolutely. very thankful for him for he put uh, to getting apprentice of the year. Nice. That's great. That's great. Yeah. What well, sounds like yeah, you've you've got uh, um, you've got a great tight knit family as well, supporting each other and and. Uh, yeah, hugs and high fives all along the way, and, and um, that's wonderful. That's wonderful, Caesar. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, Precision Power Solutions. So, um, and and uh, we'll we'll also explore your role a little bit, and you know, like what your day to day looks like, or if it if there is a day to day. Yeah, share a little bit about uh, yeah what you're doing now. Precision Power Solutions was founded about two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and my brother opened up this business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working for a large contractor. Very yeah. large contractor. They're actually coast to coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to uh, Bill Graham uh, with FSG Electric. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is one of my role models yeah. in the business. Uh, he grew his company from you know one bucket truck and a couple of guys that have in offices coast to coast, yeah. doing upwards of a billion dollars of revenue a year. Yeah, FSG is uh, huge. As um, yeah. I was coming up to my apprenticeship, yeah, it's huge, a billion to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as I was coming up with my apprenticeship program, I got the opportunity, uh, to actually work at the service department for his company. Mm-hmm. So working at the service department, um, you have different roles there. there's more customer service, I believe on service because yes. you're talking directly and dealing with customers. Right. And uh, I got the opportunity to work on a specialty job, which was an energy management job mm-hmm. that required certifications. Okay. So, uh, they actually had flown most of the service department out to get trained on the energy management system and they were having troubles getting the qualifications to actually work on it. Oh, yes. Uh, so I had, I had came up from the field, I mean, working construction, really, I never worked service, but at the time, I was actually in my fourth year advanced motor controls mm-hmm. in school. So I already had my journeyman's license. I got my journeyman's license right after my third year at okay. the IEC just because I had the experience. You had the hours, already. yeah, sure. And, uh, 
had all the hours, tested out, got my J card. Yep. Uh, so I was into the fourth year of the ICU doing my advanced motor controls. And uh, I had the opportunity to actually work on energy management systems while I was learning about them at school. Mm. So it was crazy. There was a class of like 35 people in Austin, Texas. Uh, they, we drove out there, and out of 35 people, only two was passed. It was wow. me and some guy from New York. Wow. So because of, because of that, uh, we actually landed some work because we were actually certified to work on these energy management system jobs. Uh, we were able to outperform our competition here in the city. Mm-hmm. So I had one crew, Spencer, of five guys. Okay. And our competition had five crews with five guys Wow. in each crew. So uh, we were doing work for, it was actually Walgreens, mm-hmm. uh, doing energy management systems for them. Okay. There's about 350 Walgreens here in Houston. In right? Houston so alone. Think wow. it is. We had 30, wow. just in Houston, yeah, Houston alone, about 350 uh, in the surrounding area. Amazing. So we had 30. Yeah. They're given to do, and our competition, 320 of them. Yeah. Right. So by the time my one crew ended up finishing my 30 stores, yeah. the opposition had only finished 10. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. With five times, with five times the guys. Right. Right. So because of that, very early on this job, uh, I was made uh, a project manager. Yeah. On this job, but yeah. I was also working with my tool, so I was truly a project manager yet. I was yeah. more of like a field manager. Right, right. And uh, we were very slow. There was guys actually sitting at home. We were looking for work. We didn't really have a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Walgreens comes around and says, hey, can you handle the other 320 stores? Yeah. Right, so they actually ended up giving us the rest you of the You got scope. the contract, wow. I was able to bring in, yeah, got the contract. We were able to bring in a lot of work at the time where we were pretty slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, Bill called me said, hey, look, you're doing great in Houston. You've got a system going. He said, is there any way you could help me out in Florida mm-hmm. and also help me out in New York? Okay. So wow. I said, yeah. He said, are you sure? He said, because you're kind of leading it up over there. He said, uh, you know, I don't want to take out, you know, the piece that actually makes the machine work. I said, no. Right. I said, I could train a monkey how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was funny. He flew me out to Florida. Uh-huh. Uh, I trained our affiliates. Uh, and I was actually able to quadruple the production in Florida. Unbelievable. So they wow. went from doing like five stores a week to doing about like 20. Interesting. Uh, I did a month a month in Florida. We trained them up, uh, left them with a good oil system, you know, and a well-oiled machine in Florida. Mm-hmm. So from there, that he flew me to, to New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, the logistics in New York is crazy. It's just different. Yes. In New York, there's no bubble room. Uh, all of the buildings, they just cram a business into an existing building. So n- nothing's typical, nothing's cookie-cutter down right. here in Houston or in Florida. So uh, we actually doubled it still in New York, but it, it was just tough. For, just logistics, it was tough. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Everything was very custom uh, to, to the, the space. Yeah. Huh. Sorry exactly. to interrupt. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. finished that job. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're good. We finished that job, Spence. And uh, my manager at the time said, you know what, uh, I'm going to keep you here in the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to show you estimating. So I got showed how to estimate. I estimated uh, there at that company for, I don't know, seven, eight years. Okay. Basically, the, the whole time, um, after, I, so after I graduated, right, uh, the IEC reached out to me to become an instructor. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was all happening during this, this crunch that this I was in This period of time, jeez. Uh, wow. After, yeah, exactly. So we finished this job. I started teaching with the IEC. Uh, stayed in that office as a project manager, estimator, and kind of worked my way out of the field somehow. Mm-hmm. 
like I tell a lot of people, like I shouldn't be here. I should still be in the field, right? Yeah, Cause yeah. a lot of times when you go get a job as an S or as a project manager, you have to know someone. Like, right. You got to know someone that works there. Right. You have to come in there qualified and say, I know this stuff and I really did it. Yeah. Uh, but I had the hunger and I, and I, I seized an opportunity that was right. there. Right. Uh, so, uh, shout out to, uh, Georgia Gonzalez, uh, James Godoy, Robert Grimaldo. I had a good team of mentors when mm-hmm. I did get put into that office, so they did show me how to do things the right way. Yes. So I learned estimating there. And uh, so Precision Power, I'm leading up to the story. Yeah, I learned how to estimate there, and um, an instructor at the IEC been there for seven, eight years now. And I was teaching uh, motor controls for a long time, and I actually went to teach our second-year curriculum. Okay. That's a lot of, like, three-phase motors, transformers, right? The meat and potatoes, I believe, are in our second-year curriculum. And my students doubted me. They said, man, you work in an office. You don't know how to work with your hands. La, 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 right? Right. And it was the first year that we had the ideal national competition. Okay, yeah. Right? And ideal came around, and they were promoting it, and they had the setups in our rooms to make sure that the apprentices actually tried to mm-hmm. qualify, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And I, would, I, could, I couldn't hear the end of it from my students. Hmm. He said, no, you're slow. You can't work with your hands. And finally, <laughs> I got set up and said, look, you have let me show you guys how to do it. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I ended up, uh, I ended up doing it, and I didn't realize I beat all of the time, right? Like I, I smoked all of my students. They yeah. were amazed. And I said, okay, well, well, that's what you get for talking crap. Right. <laughs> and I didn't realize I got the fastest time. <laughs> I got the fastest time in Houston, Spence. Really, really, that's amazing. I did it. Yeah. Yeah, I did. The fastest professional time I actually qualified uh, to go to Florida mm-hmm. for the actual ideal national right. competition. In like Orlando, the they were hosting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in Orlando. So they flew me out there, and the whole plan was, you know, first place is 75000 Yeah. I said, you know what, if I, if I win first place here, I said, I'm coming back to work, putting in my notice, and starting my business. <laughs> that, was, that was the plan, right? You're right. And, uh, I go up there, and sure enough, the first thing we had to do yeah. was a residential setup. Oh, yeah. And I've been I've been doing commercial my whole life, right? Right, right. right. <laughs> so I'm not scared of residential. It's just it yeah. takes a different animal. To sure, do sure. And uh, yeah, so they set us up right the first round. Yeah. Uh, I give it my all. Yeah. It was just something real basic. Like we had a mount a GFCI on the right. party plank and also a disconnect for like an air conditioning unit. Very simple stuff. Yeah. They provide all the tools and everything. And of course, I'm so nervous and jittery and I get in there and actually do it. By the time I look around, everyone was done. Like when I put my tools down and I looked, everyone was already done. Okay. So I knew yeah. that I had lost. Yeah, yeah. I said, dang it, man. You know what? I lost. Uh, and I said, you know what? Whatever, man. I'm out here. I'm in Orlando. I've never been to Disney, by the way. It yeah. was my first time going to Disney. First time, yeah. So I see. Yeah, I said, you know what? Let me just go ahead and start networking with some of these guys. Right. What do they do? Right? right. So we started networking that night. We went out uh, with a few of the guys that were still in the competition. Some mm-hmm. guys had lost. Some guys were still in it. Uh, and we all started asking each other what they did. And I was surprised to see a lot of very young guys having their own business. Yeah. And you know that was my mentality going into that thing: is man, I want to open up my own business. Right. Right. Your mo- your motive was there. Yeah. Yeah. The motor was there, but I lost. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, the, the, the trigger point, the trigger point, but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So I show up and actually became really good friends with my buddy Doug, Doug yeah. Anderson from okay. Ohio. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, he invited me out to dinner. He said, "Man, let's go out to dinner." He yeah. said, "He said, uh, what do you do?" I said, "Well, I'm an estimator." He said, mm-hmm. "Really?" He said, "Who do you work for?" I said, well, "I work for FSG." Yeah. He said, "Yeah, you work for them." He said, "I know them. Right? Mm-hmm. This is in Ohio, and I'm from yeah. Houston." Right. So that's how big the company was. Absolutely. At the time. He said, wow, you're doing that for them. He said, well, "Why don't you do your own business?" He asked me that. And it hit me hard. I said, you know what? I was trying to over here. So uh, yeah. I was trying to open up my own business. I said, I would have won. I would have done it. So what's stopping you right now? So I paused yeah. a little bit. I said, you know what? Yeah. I guess I'm just scared. Yeah. You know, I'm scared to fail. Sure. I'm scared to, to lose everything. Right. I'm scared to go out on make your own. the wrong decision. Right, I right. A lot of bills. Yeah. yeah. Go on my own. So he said, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. He told me just like that. Yeah. That you quit your job. He's like, you try it out. It doesn't work. He said, with, with, what's with the worst? You know, yeah. the knowledge you know right yeah. now, he said, anybody, yeah, what's yeah. the worst? He said, anybody would hire you. Yeah. So he, he pumped me up so much that I actually came back to my office yeah. uh, and demanded, like, a demanded a promotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm a little embarrassed how to say it, but I kind of wanted the service manager position, and it was available, but yeah. I don't think I was qualified at the time. Uh-huh, sure. And my manager knew. He said, well, you know, you're doing great what you're doing, so keep, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. So you're doing great for us. He's just that this position is not really for you. you know, there's right. been a lot of people revolving door mm-hmm. on that position. And uh, I said, you know what? He said, I, said, I told him, I said, if I don't have this position, well, I'm leaving. Yeah. He looked at me like, Caesar, you've been here for eight years. We've yeah. never had any problems with you. Why? Every, everyone yeah, what's, thought I what's won the going on? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you must have got first place. You must have won the second Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got that from a few people. So you probably won the competition, didn't you? I said, no, yeah. sir, I did not. Yeah. Anyway, I, I put in my resignation letter. I ended up leaving there, mm-hmm. and uh, I uh, I had my master's license already. Yeah, uh, I went and got some general liability insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, talked to my brother about it. Uh, my brother was still working for a different contractor at the time. Okay. He's my business partner now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he said, "Hey, he's like, uh, he's like, just just open up your own thing." He's like, "You're already there, man. He's like, just do it." And yeah. He's like, "What are we gonna call it? So let's call it Precision Power." Yeah. I said, "All right." Let's go. So I opened up a, a LLC, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got my LLC, Limited Liability Company, right. and here it is, Precision Power. I started Amazing. working on the website, started yeah. working on the logos and all this good stuff. And next thing you know, it like a week goes by, mm-hmm. and my first deposit does not come through, Yeah. right? After I quit my job. And right. I, I had a good job. You know, I worked in the office. I was getting paid well. Yeah. Uh, so my first direct deposit doesn't come through, yeah. and I'm thinking to myself, what the hell did I what do? What did I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what did I do? I had no plan. Yeah. Had no plan. Yeah. To, uh, you had a, you had a dream. You had a dream. You were following that. Yeah. Yeah, life's about who you know, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I actually called up one of the guys that mentored me. Mm-hmm. So all those guys that mentored me in mm-hmm. both positions had moved on. I was the last one there. There was okay. really nobody there yeah. uh, that I knew. So I called guys I used to work with and he was a project manager for a different company mm-hmm. uh, and he said he said man you know what he said, you started your own business I said yeah he said man I'm really behind he said, maybe I could subcontract you out uh, this was in December okay so it was cold it was wet and stuff yeah here comes the, the reality of hey you have to put your tools back on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't have money to go hire guys immediately I didn't I didn't have any of that so I still had my tools. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a can of WD-40. I sprayed them yeah. down and cleaned them up. <laughs> and, yeah, my dad was uh, laid off at the time. Yeah. My dad was a union guy. He worked okay. at the union, and he was laid off. Yeah. So 
I called on my dad and uh, called on my friends, and they gave me enough work for December. And I was actually the first work that I did was I got subcontracted subcontracted out to another contractor. Right, right. Um, and started off doing that. Mm-hmm. All of December went well, and it was like, now what? Mm-hmm. Uh, a good friend of mine, Joe, he's actually an instructor now at the IEC here mm-hmm. at Texas Gulf Coast. Yeah. He's a, he's a master electrician. He graduated the program. He was one of the youngest uh, electricians to get his master's license in Texas. Really? So, yeah, he got his master's license, I think, at 23, 24 23, years 24 old. 24, Wow. Wow. Yeah. And he had tried to do his own business and actually got away from it and became a realtor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so he sold me my house. Right? Yeah. He also sold me my house. And then I quit my job. So he said, yeah. hey, man, you need to keep paying for this house. I'm not gonna <laughs> this <laughs> right. House. Right. You know, with one of his old contractors that does a lot of work for Starbucks, right? So yeah. Starbucks comes around and says, hey, look, we have this one project. Uh, it's it's a very tight deadline. It's a very quick turnaround, and there's a lot of scope. And they said, if you could do this job, we could give you opportunities for any of them. And uh, sure enough, it was just me and my dad. And at the time, we probably needed another couple of guys to help us on this job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we ended up working day in, day out, 18-hour days. Yeah. Uh, for several weeks, and it was literally down to the wire. We ended up finishing the job at the day of the opening of the store. Amazing. Uh, and we proved to them that we can do it. You can so do it, right. After that, yeah, after that, it just started rolling. They started sending me more opportunities. Uh, I hired a guy, I bought another van, and I hired another guy and another van. Next thing you know it, uh, I grew this thing so much that I was working myself to exhaustion. Yeah. I was already getting tired I had to call in my brother, like a, kind of like a tag team match. You right, know, when one, right. one wrestler gets hired, he tags the other one. Right, right. Back in the ring, yeah. It, yeah. So I called him. I said, "Hey, you need to quit your job." Uh, he said, "Are you serious?" I said, "Yeah, I need to quit. I need you to quit your job like right now." Yeah. Said, what? He said, "Give me a day or two. And uh, sure enough, he uh, he put in his notice. He left, and I let him start running my operations. Yeah. Wow. So my my brother, uh, he's my business partner now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he handles, uh, he's a senior project manager with us. So mm-hmm. me as a sales manager, my role is to, to keep us in front of the opportunities and keep right. us creating opportunities. Right, right. Uh, I, I like to manage uh, my database, you know, my CRM. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to work out with the customers that we have. And, uh, we don't bid out a lot of street work. What we do is we try to find customers that we want and we reach out to them. Okay. Right? Yeah. Customers that we want versus people calling us. So yeah. you're not going to see us advertise a lot and say, yeah. hey, call us for this, call us for that, just because... There's not really a relationship there. Right, right. Right, you're, you're calling us just to call us, and we don't know who you are. Yeah, yeah. So there is a lot of vetting that we do with the customers that do call us and say, hey, well, how'd you get our number? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, no, and that may sound rude, right, to call the business and for them to say that, but uh, at the end of the day, we have to protect ourselves. And right. Make sure that, you know, one, we get, we get paid, two, we get paid on time, mm-hmm. uh, three, we don't, you know, some kind of liability get thrown at us. So True. I'm very selective to Things that we do bring on, and that, that's kind of what my day-to-day looks like. And we sell uh, new construction mm-hmm. and service. So okay. I'm constantly looking at blueprints, uh, sorting through opportunities that are get, that get sent to us, and say, "Hey, where's this job? When does it start? Uh, who who's our competition bidding on it? Right? Mm-hmm. And trying to figure out the sweet the sweet spot on how much to sell the job for to still make money, right? But still get the job. Right. Right. A lot, of, a lot of guys get into estimating, and they bid scared, right? They'll yeah. bid a really high price, but they'll never win a job. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, good luck with that. So the, the <laughs> thing about estimating is, is you have to find you have to find the sweet spot. The sweet spot, you, exactly, yeah. 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 
leave no money on the table, but you still get work. So here we are today, Precision Power Solutions. We're up to almost 15 employees. Terrific. Um, we got six trucks on the road. Uh, we're looking to expand to Austin, Texas. Hopefully mm -hmm. by the end of the year, mm -hmm. we'll have our second branch in Austin uh, and kind of plant our seed there. Mm -hmm. And from there, I hope it just really grows. We take the Dallas market, uh, the Rio Grande Valley, San Antonio, mm -hmm. maybe even El Paso. Yeah. Uh, my goal is to be throughout Texas within the next two to three years. Wow. Wow. Cesar, that, that, that's fantastic. I, I, I love your story and, and, and the way that, uh, I mean, you, you are, you're a true entrepreneur. You, 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 you had a vision. You, you kind of set, you set a, uh, the, the trigger point again is, is, is when you, when you were, um, in the, in the ideal championships, national championships there and, and saying, well, this is gonna, this, if I get this, then I'm going to allow that, that gift for myself of, of, uh, Working after that vision and making that vision a reality, and and then yeah, they threw a curveball at you, and 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 um, with the with the residential piece that um, yeah, again you were it wasn't that you didn't have the skills to be able to do it. It's just that yeah, your chops are are in the commercial space, and so it, it uh, yeah, your, your competitors outbeat you on that or outbeat you on that. But then but then you you had perhaps the greatest trophy is uh, a conversation with with a like-minded person you know, there in Florida that asked you a couple of poignant questions about why and, and what is it that you want to do and, and what's the worst thing that can happen. And it helped you to see things in a different way, it sounds like. And, uh, and you took that risk and, and, and came back energetic and, and charged and, and um, going after, after that vision. And, and, uh, and then, yeah, it's, it, it was interesting the way that, that you said that, that – um, yeah, you got everything set up and the foundation of the business set up and and um, and then then it kind of the reality hit in when when uh, the old automatic deposit um, uh, from from your previous employer didn't didn't hit the bank account and and then that drove you again to other action is all right this is what needs to happen and, and you start leaning into your network and uh, and then took on took on a project and, and yeah, strapped on the tool belt, did what you needed to do to be able to then grow the business and uh, have been successful ever since then. So it's, it's, uh, it's truly remarkable. Um, it, it's an amazing, amazing story, Caesar. Thank you so much, Vince. I really appreciate you having me here on the podcast. Yeah. And I appreciate uh, also George, you know, for the yeah. invite to the ANT committee, that that to me it means a lot to be able to be a part of the ANT committee with the IC National and also Absolutely. here at the local chapter. Uh, you know, being a teacher or an instructor at yes. my local chapter, you get the different challenges and you get to you know hear from your students and and really understand their needs. Yes, and, uh, being being an instructor for so many years, I always noticed that you know. I don't know. Some of our students do the full rating. Some of our students don't do the full rating. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the first, so the first project we worked on at ANT, I got invited to the New Worker Program. That right. was after we had the the instructor conference here. Yes. Uh, when was when was our instructor conference in Houston? Was that what two three years ago? Twenty seventeen. Yeah. So we're we're um, we're due for our next instructor conference. We follow the NEC code year cycle, so we're we're hosting again next year. Um, but yeah, twenty seventeen is when we were down in Houston for instructor conference. Yeah, and all IEC instructors listening to the podcast, you guys need to make it out yes. to the instructor conference. Yes, they do. It's 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 epic. Absolutely, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the conference. Yeah, that's Think right. That's right. Yeah, you made you made critical connections there, didn't you? 
I did make some great connections there, and I volunteered for the New Worker Program. Yep. So in the beginning, I thought New Worker Program was, you know, are we going to get involved with, like, high schools and stuff like that? But it ended up being something completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I, you know, was actually able to go to Denver and meet the whole crew uh, or the task force for um, for New Worker, I got to see what the scope was really about. And the scope for New Worker is, hey, we got a guy who's green, right? Let's just say he comes in uh, during the summer. There is no apprenticeship program for him to actually enroll in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get him caught up to speed, you know, one on the, the, the definitions, terminology. Yeah. Uh, Spencer, if you're trying to go be a doctor, if you're trying to go be a lawyer, you're trying to go be an agent, uh, regardless of anything, you have to talk the talk first. Correct. Correct. You need to understand you have to the vernacular. Understand the terms. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So we focused on that, on making sure that guys understand their definitions uh, and relate to our trade. Second is like, well, what else do you need a green helper to do? Well, you need them to be able to identify both material mm-hmm. tools and situations. Situational, situational awareness. You right. want the guys to be safe and to work safe. So right. uh, I think uh, the New Worker Program is going to bring that. It's going to help guys get caught up to speed and, and be useful for their employers and for themselves uh, right off the bat. So it will shorten up the learning curve of being a green apprentice. Absolutely, absolutely, and and we're just we're just uh, about ready to launch that um, program out to the public. There's been the um, awareness campaign to our chapter network, and and I think you're right. It's it's uh, it's twelve different modules um, that that have been expertly designed um, to be able to then help make make the most productive, um, safe, and and effective um, new hires into our contracting companies that we possibly can. So those, those individuals and those companies can then feel the success sooner rather than later, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that cool. really gave me a feel of A&T is being on that new worker program. Is yeah. just, first of all, getting to know all of the geniuses that are in A&T. And yes. my hat's off to every single person in the A&T committee absolutely. and the experience that they bring knowledge that they bring on. So I got to see who we were working with, then what we were working on, all the different mm-hmm. projects that told with, right? Uh, the new worker program, limited right. energy. And then we're, I'm just trying to get all this information and soak it in. Like, what is all this, right? What, right? what is all this stuff going on? So right. I got updated by George and, you know, some of the senior members, Ken Adams, mm-hmm. kind of let me know what the program's about and where we're going. And uh, I've been sitting on the NC committee for a little bit. Uh, I started getting an itch to develop something myself. I said, uh-huh. I'm not, not going to be here and just be voting on stuff. I said, I want to create something. I want to help out. And right. Not just something, but something that will help us in so many different ways. So yes. talking to Ken, uh, I told Ken, I said, look, we should develop an audio book. He said, man, that's a great idea. And that's kind of how the idea of the audio book came about is, you know, why don't we have uh, all of our readings via MP3 or you know, mm-hmm. in a streaming format to where our students they could listen to them, you know, on their way to work, on their way home, on their way to the gym, or even at the gym, mm-hmm. whenever you have time, right, mm-hmm. to, to be able to listen to your readings. And I'll tell you straight up, you know, when I first started teaching, my reading levels uh, weren't at what they're at now. Sure, it sure. It takes a lot of practice. You have to be an avid reader. Uh, if not, you lose it. Yes. Some of these guys that True. come into our program haven't been to high school in a very long time. They haven't picked up a book in a long time. They haven't right. read in a long time. So. Right. Uh, I think audiobook is going to help us in so many different ways. Uh, the first one is retention, mm-hmm. right? For first years, being able to keep uh, more students in our program. And uh, the second thing is, you know, turn out a better electrician. You know, if you got guys that constantly, you know, do these readings or maybe even repeat these readings mm-hmm. versus just reading at one time, they can right. listen to it two, three times over to it sticks. Right. Uh, so uh, I'm very happy 
to be a part of the audiobook task force and to mm-hmm. be leading that out. But thank you guys for the support throwing throwing behind me and our committee to uh, to develop these uh, these audiobooks. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and it, and it speaks to even on the audiobook piece, and it, it speaks to um, you know a variety of different learning styles and 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 also aptitudes that each one of us has for. Um, whether we be more of a visual learner, an auditory learner, tactile learner, or or some combination thereof, um, and and it it provides that as an opportunity to be able to then yeah reinforce what what has been read or or to be able to then cater to that individual's learning style as well. So so it's yeah it's an exciting time to be able to then be in uh, you know so, so much technology is integrated into our lives uh, both professionally and personally and and to have the tools at hand to be able to then meet those needs and in, in which then, you know, a few short years ago, um, you, it was much more difficult to be able to, um, have even, even like with, uh, with enhancements that we're making to the, the CMS, the content management system and, and the, uh, the contest for content recently, um, you know, different videos from across the country, um, to be able to then reinforce, uh, different lessons, uh, different aspects of, of our, our expert curriculum, um, that's, uh, Again, yeah, a few short years ago, we didn't have that technology at our fingertips and, and the ability to be able to then um, reinforce and uh, learning in, in such a way. You, you, you were limited to what you had in your local area and, and uh, your own with all and, and know all to be able to then accomplish that. So it's just it's tremendous. And, and uh, I want to thank you, Caesar, for, for all your volunteer efforts and your countless and, and, and just kind of um, – it, uh, it's uh, y- your energy is just tremendous. It's it's so inspiring um, because you you are called to action. You're 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 a person of action, and and you see you see uh, uh, um, a calling to to be able to then help make others' lives better. And um, you know I, I can't thank you enough for for um, volunteering your time to to IEC to be able to make help make this community a better place and um, and everything that we're working to achieve within our mission. So thank you. No, thank you. Like I said, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that little school on Shepherd that I kept hearing about. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, it yeah. was a myth to us. We, didn't, we always thought it was a myth. Back in the day, <laughs> we used to work for contractors that, that weren't that weren't IEC contractor members, and those right. aren't necessarily the best contractors to work for. Yeah, yeah. But we would hear about the IEC, and, you know, I'm so glad that we ended up going that route. Somehow it just attracted to us. We ended up working for a guy that was a contractor there. He yeah. goes through school. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we are to this day. Now yeah. I have my own business. Right? Yeah. Now I'm putting guys through school. So yep. if it wasn't for the IEC, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. That's right. That's right. Well, it's it's uh, serendipity uh, and drive mixed with a little bit of luck at times um, that that um, yeah helps you to achieve your your dreams in the merit shop world. So that's it's amazing. You 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 work hard. You dedicate. Um, and and you've you've shared part of that story with us today is, is to you know, the the will to be able to then achieve and and um, you know, create your own create your own business create your own destiny and and um, have tremendous amount of success and and it sounds like fun too I, I sense I sense in there that 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 you like to you like to just live life to the fullest is is that sound like Caesar Ramirez. I try. Yeah. I try to have fun with yeah. my friends, my family. When I do have time, yeah. uh, I like to travel. Right? Yep. I'll travel, go to different countries. Do you? Wow. Uh, last year, I went to, to Colombia. Oh, yeah, wow. I went to Colombia last year. A beautiful country. Uh, right now, Mexico's not doing so hot. Uh, yeah. Mexico, right now, 
compared to how Colombia was in the Pablo Escobar days. Okay, wow. Right, it's just running wild, a lot of violence and stuff. So yeah. we went to Colombia for a festival last year, had mm -hmm. a great time there. Somehow I've been traveling a lot with A&T. I yeah. didn't realize it was this much travel. So we went to Indianapolis for convention, mm -hmm. right? to Denver a couple of times to work a program, to Dallas, uh, Florida, so many other, Austin, a couple of different places. So yeah, I traveled IEC, but... Yeah, I try to have fun, man. Picking up yeah. hobbies like I just I picked up mountain biking here recently. Oh, really? And wow. I, yeah. yeah, I almost went and returned the mountain bike because it was so dangerous. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that dangerous. Look out! Uh, you, you, yeah, 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 yeah. You need to uh, you need to be sure about your you know, where your collarbones are uh, and and uh, yeah, make sure your insurance plan is is up to speed. So. <laughs> no, absolutely. So, yeah, I picked up mountain biking. I almost took that back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another thing I like to do in my spare time, I'll do like kickboxing. Uh, it's oh, really, really like a Thailand style yeah. Muay Thai kickboxing. Yeah, Thai kickboxing. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Shout out to uh, Heritage Muay Thai, my buddy Michael Corley. He's the president of mm -hmm. the U.S. Muay Thai Federation. He's also my coach. Okay. I wow. think he's in Thailand right now. So, really? Yeah. Thai boxing. Absolutely. I mean, in Texas, uh, you, we do a little bit of everything down here. I mean, I like to do shooting as well. Yeah. So you can find me at the shooting range here and there. I actually just applied for my license to carry. Uh huh. So I can't can't wait for that to come in to be nice. able to carry my my on me, um, and really just keep it light, man. You know, yep. spend time with friends and family, and yep. even my students. Shout out to all my students that I've had. You Absolutely, know, I wouldn't be here with you guys. They know the drive and the energy that that we bring. It's for them. Yeah, it's not for us. It's for them. so it's that. Amen. That I appreciate. Amen. It. Amen. That that's Absolutely. great, Caesar. Yeah, um, and and they're they're you know as as you're grateful for them, uh, they are grateful for you. Um, you you've changed each one of those individual lives uh, all along uh, the, at the intersections of their path and your path along along this journey. So so uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, what what's the future look like for you? What what do you think uh, the next couple of years holds? Um, you mentioned yeah the expansion of your business and um, it, it sounds like you're targeting the the uh, the Austin area first. Is that right? Yes, uh, mm -hmm. based on the projections uh, that I've been seeing on the growth for Austin, uh, with Apple bringing their second headquarters, they're bringing their second headquarters to Austin. Right. Facebook is doing a big over there. There's a lot of tech coming up in tech. Austin. And, yes. And honestly, that's kind of where I see the industry going. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I see the industry headed that way to where electricians are also going to be hybrid. Yeah. They're going to be doing low voltage. They're going to be doing more controls. Uh, more, you know, technical stuff, PLCs, mm -hmm. programming. Mm -hmm. uh, I see that coming. You know, lighting controls is a big thing. So uh, it's not just pipe and wire anymore, guys. Right. Right. There's new art, solar, wind. Uh, that's kind of where I see the industry going. And, you know, with Austin being so innovative and, and so uh, it's kind of like California. They're bringing all that stuff over here, right? Yeah. The new renewable energy, they're doing that here. So they're going to start doing that there. That's why I want to, you know, plant the seed there now because maybe, you know, two, three, four, five years down the road, there will be greater opportunities to do right. a lot of the newer stuff, you know, that's coming up in the code book. So uh, we want to be the first ones in, uh, and then we want to stay in. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Get 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 in there and, and get established and uh, understand the landscape as as those businesses work to mature. And and it definitely uh, Austin is is uh, has become and is continuing to become an IT hotbed. Um, in America, so yeah, you're you're a very very astute business person to to observe that trend and and um, yeah, very smart to be able to get in there um, when you have the opportunity. So good, 
Good. Well, excellent. What, well, Caesar, I really want to thank you again for, for taking the time uh, to share your story with us. Um, I know we're just scratching the surface a little bit, and we could continue on for, for a long time. And I, I look forward to seeing you um, at upcoming IEC events. I um, want to thank you again for everything you're doing there on the local front at uh, IEC Texas Gulf Coast, um, all your, your efforts um, in the classroom, outside of the classroom, um, with uh, our national A&T, um, and everything in between. Just we... Um, you know, we're we're a part of of this association, and um, in, and you uh, you help to make this association great. You truly do. So thank you, sir. Likewise, thank you, Spence, for all the support. Awesome. And thanks to all of our listeners out there. This has been another installment of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out at ieci.org. And if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams.